Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Olive Magazine podcast, Effortless Christmas Series. I'm Janine, Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode we'll be joined by our Olive Team experts to explore ways of making your holiday entertaining truly fuss-free. From big day cooking advice to easy edible gifts, as well as cool drinks and cocktail ideas, there'll be plenty of festive tips and tricks to raise your Christmas cooking game. Today, we have Olive's drinks editor, Hannah Guinness, on the podcast. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Janine. And today, we're talking about some great cocktails, drinks, and low-alcoholic versions to serve over the holidays. Yes, indeed. Okay, so let's start with um, some really easy wins. Um, How about jug cocktails? Because I know those are really popular, especially if you've got quite a few people coming around. Yeah, jug jug cocktails are great, um, mostly because you can whip them up ahead of time. And also people can serve themselves if they want to, or you can sort of carry the jug um, and sort of go around the room, um, topping up people, basically. Um, Often people think of jug cocktails as being good for um, barbecues and summer parties. But actually, um, there's lots of ones that work really well for um, winter and festive um, occasions. So, for example, we've got a jug cocktails collection online on the okay. website, on olivemagazine.com. Um, and there are tons of ideas there, but ones we think would work really well for Christmas include a cider mimosa, okay. which is basically like a classic mimosa, but instead of sparkling wine, you just use um, a dry sparkling cider. Nice. Um, and it could be any anything. I think for that recipe, I think I tested it using aspal cider, okay, which yeah, is a really a nice one, yeah. affordable every, everyday one you can mm. buy. Um, I just As long as it's fairly dry and not too sweet. Um, just mixed with orange juice and a dash of grenadine. And that's quite low ABV. So you can Yeah, it's really light then, isn't it? Because cider is probably typically, I don't know, like 4% ABV. Yeah. Apart from old Rosie that you love. (laughs) Yes, yeah. (laughs) Don't bite. Yeah, don't get some of the traditional farmhouse crumbies. I don't think Mm. that would quite so we're a very different drink a nice light a nice light cider that's a really nice way to start out yeah yeah I think you don't want to I think the key with Christmas and festive drinking is you just want to pace yourself a bit I think and I think yeah something light um is is good to kick off what else can we do with the the jugs then um so another one we've got a recipe for um which I think you might have written Janine really um is a Negroni (laughs) uh um I always mispronounce this word, spagliato. Spagliato, yeah. Spagliato. Um, and that is, so a traditional Negroni um, is Campari, Vermouth and gin. Mm. Um, but a spagliato swaps out the gin for sparkling wine. So again, it's a little bit lower ABV. And we've got a recipe for a kind of big batch version. Again, it's, you know, it's light, sparkling, a little bit bitter because of the Campari. So mm. it's a bit more grown up if you want a sort of a less sweet drink. Yeah. If you're making like a jug cocktail and you're putting something fizzy in, is there like a, is there a technique to not get it? I guess just go slowly, you know, for the, the fizzy bit, not to kind of just erupt all over the jug. Yeah. I'm, I'm very bad at doing that myself. So it takes me ages to do. Um, yeah. I think I would just suggest just go slowly, make sure there's plenty of room in the jug. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, don't try and do it on the hoof. Okay. What else? What about you said something about leftover wine? Um, so yes, so uh I often have this problem if you want, you know, say you fancy a glass of wine mm. and you don't want to have obviously the whole bottle, mm. what you can do is use it to make um a sangria. Obviously, sangrias we think of as a summer drink, but actually <clears throat> they work really well for winter as well. Um I mean, sangria is basically, there isn't really a, a sort of canonical recipe. Right. It's pretty much um, any combination of white, red, or white, or sorry, pink, white, or red wine. Yeah. Um, with any sort of fruit juice you fancy and uh, seasonal fruit garnishes with a bit of um, extra booze added in. So for winter, I would do um, seasonal fruit. So seasonal fruit, whole and juiced. So cranberries, blood oranges, pomegranates. Apples, pears, um, you could add maybe whole spices to garnish. Or if you wanted nice. to sweeten it, you could make a spice sugar syrup. Mm. Um, and if you wanted to add a bit of extra booze, normally with the sangria, you'd add a bit of brandy. Yeah, that's like true. not a lot, but you just add a, just a dash. But you could sort of uh, make it a bit more Christmassy. So you could add maybe port or um, ginger wine, for example. Oh, yeah, that's nice. You could even put cranberry juice in, I guess, yeah. instead of orange juice, because that would give it a slightly Tartar. drier edge, wouldn't it? Which I think would work really nicely. Definitely. And in, um, for a summer sangria, you would usually add like sparkling water or yeah. like, lemonade or something. But I mean, you can do that for winter, but I think a sort of still sangria is a bit more, a bit more kind of... Suitable. Like warming as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. lovely. Um, let's talk about batch cocktails because, um, I really like this idea and I know you've done quite a lot of it in the, in the measure, um, column in the magazine and online about making your own batch cocktails because they're very trendy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Batch cocktails are super trendy at the moment. Um, I mean, it's a big trip. I mean, you can buy bottled cocktails. A lot of bars and brands are, are, are offering at the moment. Um, and a lot of, a lot of, uh, bars also will, 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 will serve batch cocktails. So for example, martinis, they'll mix up and put in the freezer and I've had them just poured like wow. straight, like freezer cold and it is delicious. Um, but they're also, yeah, one of the easiest things you can make yourself at home. Yeah. Um, the best thing is if I would start with spirit forward, strong drink. So right. if you like an old fashioned or a Manhattan or a Negroni, these are perfect for batching up. Um, it's pretty much just, yeah, some simple as best basically. So yeah. kind of t- three ingredient cocktails um and basically just scale up the ingredients mm. and then um just remember to add a little bit of water as well so say from negroni um i probably would do something like uh, if you have a bottle to fill that's like um 700 mils for yeah. example i'd maybe do 200 each of gin campari and vermouth and then just add 100 mils of water right. and that would be the ice because normally with the negroni you mix it with ice and that would dilute the um everything else and that kind of marries it all together so just add a bit of water into whatever you're doing um but yeah so drinks like that are really good for a party as well because again if you're serving if you're hosting people it can be quite time consuming yeah. drinks for everyone um and also if you know not everyone knows how to make a cop you know a mm. cocktail so you could end up just spending the whole time mixing drinks with people um and i think also another thing is i i often find if you um batch up these cocktails ahead of time um even if, if you can do it even a few days ahead yeah. um, i feel like it just lets the flavors kind of marry um so everything mellows out a little yeah, bit yeah I've, I've even left them for like as in left what i mean left is mean i forgot about them is <laughs> i've left them for like months at a time oh really and they're really nice and i mean there's just a lot it's all it's very like it's very alcoholic so you'd keep really it you just off. keep that in the fridge 
yeah, keep it in the fridge. Yeah. Um, and serve it, just have a little. You need a little measure though, wouldn't you? Because people might just pour in like home measures of batch yes, cocktails can yeah. get quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, use a little me- measuring spoon. Or yeah. Little measuring <laughs> um, the only thing is I would, um, if you're trying with different types of cocktails, um, anything with fruit juices yeah. or cream. I think fruit juices maybe you can make on the day. Yeah. But fruit juices tend to spoil quite quickly. Anything with cream, I think would be tricky. I think you should just make any cream-based drinks yeah. just um, to order, basically. Yeah, you don't want it curdling. That would no. be a bit nasty. <laughs> yeah, not so good. Um, let's talk about um, something that, another thing that's quite trendy, which is kind of setting up your own bar, like having your own bar in your home. I think, obviously, during lockdown, a lot of people started doing that and I saw quite an, quite a lot of nice little drinks, trolleys and things. How would you set up a bar for a, a party or a small gathering? Um, I mean, suppose at, at its simplest, um, you kind of want to have, um, say, a table, for example, or a drinks trolley and you want to have your spirits um, grouped in one, one section and then mixers and then maybe individual bowls and trays for garnishes, you know, things yeah. like citrus, olives, cocktail, cocktail cherries um, and then glassware. Um, but I think, you know, if 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 drinks, trolleys and, and, and that kind of thing are your thing, then this is a good time to be creative. Yeah. Um, so you can sort of theme it around. And often it's easier if you focus on maybe serving one or two yeah. cocktails at a party. A, it's much more easier to, easier to kind of plan and organise. Um, but I think I think it's quite sort of fun and um, kind of classy to have like, say, for example, like a martini trolley. Like, um, if you go to, like, hotel bars, quite a few hotel bars in London, like the Connor, for example, if you order a martini, um, they'll push up a little trolley and make it at your table. Um, <laughs> Love that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really, it's really fun. Um, so, for example, you could do the same with that. You could have um, gin and vodka, um, dry vermouth, and then um, an array of garnishes, depending on what kind of martini you want to make. So you could have olives, lemon twists. Uh, pickled onions if you want to make a Gibson, olive wine for a dirty martini. So you could whip up um, drinks just for people. Like a little bespoke drinks. What's that little thing that you posted on your Instagram? Um, it's like a, it's not, is it a cocktail garnish, a gilder? The, the yes. olive in the... Well, it, it gilder's like a, it's like a, a Basque um, pinchos. But it kind of looks thing. like something that should be hanging out at the end of a glass, doesn't it? I think <laughs> I, I did, I actually, it's, uh, yeah, so it's... Um, Olives, anchovies, and a pickled chili yeah. threaded through on a um, a, li- a, little, a little toothpick, and it's delicious. I think I actually made a drink. I did a roast recipe for olive, which was a Spanish Bloody Mary. Oh, nice! Which was, like, out the um. Actually, that's actually that would be a great drink to do. That would be great for Bloody Mary because you can really make your own little bespoke mixers for that, can't you? Yeah, for sure. And I think with that one, I added in sherry instead of vodka, so again, a bit lower ABV. But that would be a good sort of if you were hosting a sort of brunch. I don't know, like a Christmas brunch or something, that would be fun. Yeah. And I think you said uh, aperitivos is quite nice too for that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're having a sort of like early cocktail hour or something before before dinner, for example, um, you could have a little station for Negronis. Um, so you could have one spritzer, so you could have Campari, Aperol, sparkling wine. Mm. And then you could have like a whole little array of like little nibbles. So like salty snacks, crisps and that kind of thing. That's really nice. And I think it's quite nice. It's sort of, especially if you've got people coming around who maybe don't all know each other, mm. it kind of can be a bit of an icebreaker, can't it? Where yeah, everyone's yeah. kind of milling around helping or trying to get the cocktails on the table. I love the sound of that. Um, you mentioned three ingredient cocktails before, and I know you're a huge fan of them. And actually, you know, there's a saying that some of the best cocktails are 
just made up of three ingredients, the classics, mm. and also the easiest as well. So you don't have to go out and buy 16 different ingredients. What, what are your favourites? Um, yeah, so I, I, I do indeed love a three-ingredient cocktail um, <laughs> or even a two-ingredient cocktail like a martini. Um, I mean, I mentioned a couple of times already, but obviously the, the, a Negroni is the classic. Um, and you can, there's loads of variations for this. So you can swap a gin for bourbon to make a boulevardier or a mezcal which is, makes a really nice smoke, smoky drink. Or you could use a sort of sweet vermouth. You could use dry to make something called mm. a cardinal, cardinale. Um, as well as that, um, something like a margarita, for example. You can use tequila, you can use mezcal instead of tequila. Or um, so just a margarita is tequila, a sweetener, which is normally Cointreau mm. and lime juice. Um, in lockdown, I did... Uh, quite a few variations on a margarita <laughs> it was like summer it was very sunny yeah it's a great it drink became, yeah it became my favorite sort of garden drink um, <laughs> it's quite hefty for a garden drink I think. yeah well a fine evening garden. Yeah. you know there's something else to do you sit in the garden and have your margarita sipping it very slowly yes yes definitely um and yeah I mean I've you could use I've used used it sounds a bit random, but actually like it. I've used limoncello instead of Cointro. Initially because I didn't have any Cointro. So okay. Limoncello and it was it's got that citrus thing though, hasn't it? Because it's kind of the smoky tequila or mezcal. And then you're kind of citrusy because Cointro is orange based. Mm. And I guess limoncello is just lemon. Yeah, so. it's just a bit zestier. Kind yeah. Of slightly more tartar than Cointro. Yeah. Um, so if you like a really kind of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, another classic... Three, three green cocktail is a sidecar, which okay. is normally um, cognac, um, lemon juice, and uh, Cointreau. Um, again, you can play with, play around with that quite a lot. Mm. Um, I've used Calvados recently, which is um, we think it's I think it's probably going to be quite a trendy spirit. Is Calvados the apple apple yeah, based it's a French apple brandy? Oh, okay. Um, it's basically like cognac, but just made from apples and not from grapes. Um, it's delicious. It's um, it's really popular in France, but it's it's much more. Delicious yeah, I can't. Is it is it fruitier than? Has it got that kind yeah, of? Yeah, it's, it's it's got. Um, and it's dry, but it yeah. has like just loads of really lovely appley flavour. Mm, nice. Um, and it's starting to creep up on cocktail lists here, and I just want to see um, kind of new new expressions being released. Um, I really like it, and it's really good in a in a mm. in a sidecar. Um, a martini, for example. Um, so. One, two ways you can play around with the martini is you can play with the ratios. So you can have like, e you know, equal parts vermouth and gin or vodka. Mm. You can do a reverse martini, which is mostly vermouth with a bit of gin and vodka. Oh, really? A little bit less punchy. Um, something else I've done recently is to experiment with other clear spirits. So um, I'm, prob I'm probably going to not pronounce this correctly, but Aquavit, which is like a oh, yeah, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Yeah, yep. with caraway. And that's yeah. quite sort of spicy and herbaceous um i've also just tried a new spirit made from um it's called axia it's made from mistiha which is like this resin tree resin oh yeah the greek um, um yeah, yeah. I, i've had ice cream with that in and it's it's lovely it's got a really particular flavor hasn't it yeah and i think normally it's sweet but this is a dry one oh, and wow. i tried it recently in a martini it was just super like herbaceous and woody stick around for more expert drinks advice from hannah And talking about these kind of quite short cocktails, um, I know we've talked in the past about pudding cocktails being quite trendy on menus, but that's mm. something you can do at home as well, isn't it? Especially for something like Christmas where you might have had a huge meal 
and you're not really up for a big slab of Christmas pudding. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I always find I'm always a, I've always said that I think I can I'd rather have dessert like an hour after I finish the main <laughs> Me too. course because I just, <laughs> the last thing I want to have is something really heavy after yeah. absolutely stuffed. And I end up at restaurants having to sort of oh have yeah a dessert that I'm actually like, oh, I pay, I, I'm not sure fully appreciating it that's why I always make everyone share one you know yes. I get one but then you share it between two or three people and at least you get a bite of something but it doesn't yeah, kill so you I just want a bite of something sweet I yeah. don't want something um sort of that big really um and that's where sweet and creamy cocktails I think really come into their own um I'm quite fan of an espresso martini mm. uh, to combine the sort of after dinner coffee <laughs> and, and the kind of sweet and creamy element um but I also really like this sort of quite retro camp um, dessert cocktails, so like Brandy Alexander's, nice. um, White Russians. Um, we've got a dessert cocktails collection online and, and it has recipes for those as well as things like a chocolate martini. But again, that sort of nostalgia taste. So for me, mm. this is quite rogue. It's like, I do really like a grasshopper cocktail, which is um, creme de month, white creme de cacao and cream. Oh, wow. So it's like a white minty chocolate. Yes. So for me... And, <laughs> Matchmaker. We'll disagree, but I think mint chocolate is the superior chocolate it's, and superior to orange chocolate, <laughs> I'm to say. And for me, I always loved having it at Christmas. So I'd have, I'd always get given those like matchsticks. Yeah. This minty, you know, um, and so that mint chocolate thing is very, for some reason, is really. really it's really it, Christmassy, it's right? It's very Christmassy. And I just love, like, yeah. I mean, for me, it's one is enough, I think. It's very, yeah. very sweet. But yeah. It's slightly toothpaste like. <laughs> some great ideas and lastly you did mention before about pacing yourself so I think you've got some some nice little ideas for um, keeping the ABV quite small Christmas parties and during Christmas day um, it could be easy to go quite heavy with drinking mm. or at least start too early or start too strong um, particularly if it's you know at Christmas if it's an all day affair if you're cooking if you're entertaining yeah um, and but you know apart from obviously there are obviously loads of great non-alcoholic um spirits beers and wines that you can try and mix it up with and, and, and maybe mix with alcoholic drinks yeah they're also just kind of really easy things you can do um just to kind of pace yourself so um it sounds very obvious but actually i think it does work is to use like small glasses yeah so there's you know there's sort of tiny bistro style wine glasses oh yeah the little tiny like yeah round shape ones yeah, yeah. You put yourself another glass of, i don't, for me it really works i also really like using mini like almost like the cure glasses Oh or yeah, like really like one of those all those really tiny coupe ones, or to make kind of mini versions of your favorite cocktails. Oh, that's a nice want, idea. Yeah, yeah. If you do want, if you do want one, just to make yeah, just cut the proportions in half, basically, yeah. and something you can sip on. Um, you can also do um, sort of easy low low ABV drinks, um, things like um, this is great because you probably have a lot of fortified wines. Yeah, you might have them, might some in the cupboard at home, but things like white port, um, vermouth. Uh, dry sherry mixed with tonic yeah it's that's really lovely delicious. white port and tonic is so and so yeah. refreshing as well it's really yeah and quite nice if you're having lots of heavy Christmas food um if you're drinking wine um there are a lot of obviously there are like we have around we have roundups online for non-alcoholic um non-alcoholic and low alcohol version um wines yeah but there are, are there are certain grapes and styles that are just naturally a bit lower in alcohol okay so normally um wine is usually about 12 to 15% ADP, yeah. uh, but things like Vina Verde, which is this very lightly spritzy Portuguese, Portuguese white wine, yeah. um, often 
really affordable as well um, and really light and easy going. And that's nice. usually clocks in about 9% yeah, EV or there is some kind of Italian uh, sparkling, uh, slightly sweeter wines, which are really nice as dessert wines. Um, there's one called, um, apologies for my Italian pronunciation, but Brachetto di Equi. Nice. Like a red sparkling wine. Oh, lovely. And that's like 6% or something. That which is sounds almost, really nice as well. to a beer or something. And yeah. it's, again, if they're, they're fizzy, so it f- still feels kind of special and celebratory. Lots of nice ideas. And as you said, we have got um, online, we've got really comprehensive, um, low and non-alcoholic beer and wine guides, don't we? So you, people yeah. can go there and see what kind of styles you can get. Um, but yeah, there's lots of ideas there for Christmas Day. Um, thank you so much for coming to chat to us today, Hannah. That was great. Oh, thanks. That was the Olive Magazine podcast. For more information on things we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue of over 250 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com. <laughs>